it's just different. <laughs> be impeccable with your word, they said. It says we should not be disheartened by challenges as they are necessary to help us grow as people and rise again. I don't want it. Yeah. Fuck I still that. don't want it. <laughs> I told y'all like two weeks ago I didn't want to do this shit. <laughs> still don't want to do it. Welcome back to another episode of Jaded and Evolving. I am one of your hosts, Christian. And I'm your other host, Natasha Zoe. And welcome back, y'all. We gotta look in the camera. We in gotta, the camera. We be looking crazy looking that way. There we go. We gotta look at that. Y'all see us, we see y'all. Y'all know what the fuck is going on. How have you been, friend? I have been beating cold's asses. Yes, you have. I really knocked that. You did thing your out. big one with that I did. one. I feel so proud of myself. I was like, if I'm still sick by Wednesday, I'm gonna just have to take my three days because usually I take off like Yeah. I have to take off like three days when I'm sick. In order to feel better. No. Zycam was like. I think a holistic ass whooping is probably one of like the best things that you can yes. do. And you, but you know yourself too. Like you know yeah. what exactly you were feeling. Yeah. So it's a lot easier for you to like cure it, heal it. For sure. Absolutely. It felt good to listen to my body and be like, okay, this is working. Mm-hmm. This is not working. I think that's Let a part of adulthood, that. like a part of growing up. Like as a child, you just depend on your mom to take care of you. Until I get unlimited PTO and I'm just let myself oh, be yeah. sick. Absolutely. <laughs> I'ma just be sleeping some fucking way. I'ma just be drinking my hot tea like fucking mm-hmm. foot outside the blanket, rest of the body covered. Because mm-hmm. that's that's Gotta how I regulate. take care of me. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see me now? I'm a little toe out right here. <laughs> <laughs> Got to take care of yourself. How are you doing? I'm making it. I think all in all with everything that I've had going on, you know, yeah. life is definitely life for me mm-hmm. right now, but life is good. Like outside of everything, these, yeah, this is shit good. that comes with life. So I yeah. think that I want it real bad to feel bad. And the more what that I tried to like, feel bad, I was uh-huh. like, what's the point? Right. Cause think this is life. Nothing is happening to me. It's just happening. Right. So I'm not a victim in this and <laughs> nothing. So I think that it was just a lot of, um, mental clarity that needed to happen in order for me to get out of that like victim mindset because these are challenges it's not the end of the fucking world so i feel a lot better now i think it also helped when i took out my hair because hair holds trauma yeah and i think like washing my hair and shit like that really helped and as you can see we're not bald right this is all my hair this is not a wig i'm about to take mine out so y'all gonna see me real free but they've seen like your twist yeah they've seen your locks oh girl Girl, mm-hmm. but that's not why we're here. Um, you sure you want to do this episode? I do actually. <laughs> I do. I had a talk with my mom this morning. My mom called mm-hmm. me this morning because of everything that's mm-hmm. been going on. She, she was, was like, Yeah, but she was just like, I'm really proud of you. She's like, I'm really proud of the way that you jumped in and are, you know, honing this title of being a wife. You're, you're not mm-hmm. doing anything excessive. She's just like, This is a part of being a wife, right? Yeah. It's supporting your husband. And supporting his family and their time of need and what, you know, they're experiencing right mm-hmm. now. She's like, and you jumped in and you did it. And his family said the same thing. Like, Christian, thank I thank you. you. So I'm very much. proud of you. You know, he has a great wife. I hope he knows that he's marrying a great woman, which just really helps. But my parents are divorced, mm-hmm. you know. So to hear my mom say that, knowing that she has done things for my dad in the mm-hmm. time that they were married. It just, I don't know. I know that I'm a lot like my mom in a lot yeah. of ways. And sometimes that doesn't feel the best because mm-hmm. of it, <laughs> the things you know that you know that they do yeah so it's just uh, sometimes 
I look at my mom as my mom, and sometimes I look at her as like who she is as yeah. a person. And sometimes it gets difficult to differentiate yeah. the two because I'm her daughter. Mm-hmm. But all in all, just her saying that, like, I'm very proud of you and I, I see you, you know, like you are doing those things. And just we had a conversation like, you know, my grandmom died the week before I was born. Mm-hmm. I was born on the day that of her funeral. So that is a lot. She's like, and you, you're doing this right now in the midst of all of everything loss is not easy you know grieving is not easy and when you have to be supportive for somebody as they're grieving like it's different when you're grieving because you know what you need but when you see somebody else around you grieving how the fuck do i show up for you and not be too much or you know everybody doesn't need the same thing that was something that i don't think that i grew up learning i Mm -hmm. think it's something i had to learn on my own Mm -hmm. which was my mom was just you know saying your emotional intelligence at 30 Mm -hmm. is a beautiful fucking Mm -hmm. thing so my mom is my mom you know Mm -hmm. like it's just it's you know one of those (laughs) things i'm i'm so proud of her being my mother and i love my mother but there are also things about my mother because even in her call she was like remember and i told you and blah 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 and i'm like why is this an i told you moment right like why is this an i told you moment so it's 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 that thing. It's that mother daughter dynamic. Not to get all woo woo. Yeah. But do you feel like your your grandma reincarnated in a sense? Oh, I I did not for a very long mm-hmm. time. I didn't know my grandma. I know That's nothing true. about my grandma. But my dad has said it. My mother has said it. Even like some of my mom's family who I you know I've met the very few have said like you are a lot like your grandmother mm-hmm. and you're very feisty you're very <laughs> like you will smack the shit out somebody like apparently you my grandma like to throw cans of beer at people like whole like actual cans i like it um and she was like very quick to get violent like quick to pull a gun out of purse i i feel like i could be that you know but i'm not that thank yeah. god but uh, these are different times yeah she was also very like even in her sickness it was just like, I'm not going to die here. I'm going to go home and I'm going to, you know, see my daughter through as much of her pregnancy as I can. Mm-hmm. I got a grandson at home, you know, that I'm helping raise. I got a son-in-law at home. I got, because my cousins lived ab- above them. Mm-hmm. You know, I got family. My niece live upstairs. Like, I'm not, I, it's not my time to die just yet. So I'm not mm-hmm. dying in this hospital. If I'm going to go home, I'm going to go home, do what I got to do, and then I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just a lot, like, very determined, yeah. you know, and you weren't going to tell her shit. Yeah. So there's just not even death. Yeah. So it's I and I relate to that because nobody can tell me what the fuck to do. Like rules don't apply to me and not in a like in an unlawful way. I mean, I will break the law if I had to. But it's one of those things where like even now with the weight of the world and all the things that are going on and like the financial aspects of life, I just don't feel like any of that applies to me. That doesn't none of that applies to me. Like the world might be broke. I'm not broke. There's always money to be made, you know, like, no, for real. and that's my, that's always been my mother and my grandmother's mindset. So I'm, I'm proud of that. I'm yeah. very proud of that. But you, this really came about because of you. You asking me, this really came about because of you. Yeah. And I don't know how deep you want to get into that, but that kind of sparked this whole thing about like my mom. Yeah. Basically, I won't get, I won't really get into it right. at all, to be honest, just the fact that she affirmed me mm-hmm. in a different way than before. Like when I talked to her and told her who I was mm-hmm. and set boundaries and she was like, I'm proud of you. This was a different level because yeah. I've been through a lot. Yes. I didn't really see it as me going through a lot, but you helped me see like, that's, heavy. Oh, that's not normal. Bro. No, that's not at all. It's very it's heavy. not normal. Yeah. So 
I, I was reaffirmed by her and I actually got to, in a sense, see my mom in a different light because mm-hmm. I'm kind of going through the same thing she has gone through. Yeah. And she just let me know, like, no, I get it. Like, I get where your mom was at at the time and I get where your mom is at now and yeah. I'm here for you, like, regardless of... In a sense, it was like in the background of the conversation, I could kind of hear her saying, like, I don't care how much you may be, like, mad at me or we may argue or fuss. Like, I'm still your mom. And, I, and I like, sometimes that. I really don't get that. Like, but I some, need that. Yes, but I do need that at the end of the day. No matter how upset I am at her, she really just wants me to be okay. I've realized that both of our mothers had no business becoming mothers. No. But they are doing the best they fucking can. job that they can. And I'm thankful. Like, so my mom, thankful. my oh, my God. And it's so funny because the day after you text me, like, can I be in? Yeah. We had the whole situation, girl, I lied to you not. The very next day, my mom sent me a post on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And she said, it says, some days I messed up as your mom. Some days I didn't have the energy. Some days I, some day, some days I didn't show you grace. Mm-hmm. Some days I simply let you down. But every day, sweet child, every day I loved you. And she said, this is the whole truth and I'll always love you. And I'm just like, yeah, you don't realize how much you need your mom until, until either you, one, don't have a mother, right? Because I've had friends who mm-hmm. have lost their moms. Or two, you need her to show answer the phone. That, and you be getting you be like, how dare she not answer the phone? I'll be her right now. And then when she finally calls you back, you're probably over yeah. it, right? Or you've gotten through the existential crisis she's part of it. Be a upset. And then when she calls you back, she's like, what, what's going on? And you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't, and you're like having that yeah. whole moment. And she's like, are you done? And she kind of like snaps you yeah. back to reality. And sometimes I want to be comforted by her, yeah. but I know that like the, the real ass nigga in her can't do it at that moment because she's trying to get me to That's realize to that like, this is not it's a moment life. where you can yeah. be weak. Yeah. Sometimes I think my mom, like my mom is very aggressive and not aggressive, like fight you, but like emotionally she can be very like to the point. So my mom too, like, she, she misses the empathy part of it. My mom or sympathy. too. And she says it so much. Like she's like, you, <laughs> she's like, you are the sweetest child. Mm. And she was just like, and I know I didn't give you what you needed growing up because you are the one that wants the hugs, wants, you know, the hand holding, the mm-hmm. hanging out, the cuddling and stuff like that. And I know I didn't give that to you. Yeah. She was like, but I'm so glad that just because I couldn't give it to you that you haven't removed that from yourself. Oh. And I'm just like, oh. Hold up, mom. Like, hold up, mom. Like, hold up. Because like. I would have to sit with that for a second because I know people like they get hard. We also don't have the greatest foundation with our, like our, the relationships with our mom, yeah. but I know some people who don't have great relationships with their mother at all. Right. And they are so far removed mm-hmm. from their emotions. They don't want to be hugged. Mm-hmm. These bitches be down to fight immediately. Like so quick to be offended. My sister was like that though, but you didn't lose that. But I didn't. Yeah. And, but it's like, it's kind of funny. Cause like my sister in a sense she never really had it, and I can't. Mm-hmm. It's like me and my sister are like the complete opposites. That like yin and she yang. got that like that street smarts, as my mom mm-hmm. like to say, say. While I have the book smarts, mm-hmm. and it's like more so like I'm the nurturing, like gonna make sure you good. While mm-hmm. my sister is gonna make sure things are good, but in like a like I'm rough and tough. Like yeah, the survival sure. part of yes. it. While I'm just you know, you're trying to have an best. actual life. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the baby deer, like. 
be here now. Right. I'm going to stumble across this fucking street. Try not to get hit by any cars. Man. Like, you're, you're, like, <laughs> hey, you're optimistic about it while your sister is strong about it. Yes. And I think that you need both. Yeah, you need both. Mm-hmm. But I think that you do it in a way where it is uh, sustainable. And it doesn't cause you to have this riff of one or the other mm. where I feel like I don't even know your sister, but just like in conversation yeah. where your sister might go more so to the survival side mm-hmm. and kind of miss the thriving or lifestyle yeah. part of it where she might lose the joy mm-hmm. and the opportunity. And she kind of looks at it as just something that happened yeah. and where you look at it as an experience. Mm-hmm. But I spirituality has helped me a lot with that though. I would have hung up on my mama if she said some shit like that to me, like not because I would be offended, but I would just get off the phone and cry. I'm like, mom, I gotta call you back. Like, I, you're right. I do have feelings. Like, you're right. right. You're right. I do like hugs. That would fuck with me. <laughs> because I've been so close to being like that hard person. You know that's. And not there's some. There's always something in me that's just like that's not you at all. Why do you feel like that's okay? And I'd be like, all right, let me go cry my corner, <laughs> But that brings us kind of to the whole conversation of like why we're having this. Yes. I think we have had those mommy moments recently. Mm-hmm. But there are times where we realize, like, our mothers were right. Very right. and Regardless if we want to say it or not. I, I mean, I'm fine with it. Now I am. Point. Yeah. When I was younger, I refused to admit it. And I think it was because of the foundation of me and my mom's relationship where mm-hmm. she would tell me things. It's like, but you're not even in the house. So why? how do you feel like you can give me anything? I held a grudge. I was very jaded in me and my mom's relationship. I think a part of it had to do with allowing other people to fill in the gaps about our relationship mm-hmm. when I had questions instead of just asking her. Um, especially like when my parents divorced, like, why did I stay with my dad? Why didn't I go with you? But she gave us that choice. And I think as I got older, I lost sight of the fact that I had the ability to choose. And that's what I chose because of comfort. And I realized like, if I had chose to go with my mom, my life might've been way different, but I feel like I would have been too far in their survival mode. Like me and my mom would have been a lot more like, Mm -hmm. and there are things about my mom that I see where I'm just like, I don't Mm -hmm. want that. Like, not that my mom, again, yeah. is a bad person or anything, but there are times where I could use a little bit more softness like, in my mother. Yeah. So hard? Yeah. That's kind of how it was when my parents got divorced, too. Like, middle school, I lived with my dad. Mm-hmm. And then eighth grade year, it was finally like, a, I'm going to move with my mom. Yeah. Like, I don't know what y'all got going on. And that's a whole nother thing, too. Yeah. But my mom was just like, I'm coming to get my daughter because mm. I don't like what's going on over here. Like, yeah. I don't like how y'all treating her. So yeah. I'm going to come get her. Even and it, but though, and it was right. a struggle too. But, and yeah, because it's like when I moved back with my dad again, I was just like, what the fuck did I come over mm-hmm. here for? Like, and it, now that I am a mom, I understand that instinct. But before mm-hmm. I became a parent, it was just kind of like, her being overbearing or her being in my Mm. business or her trying to control my life. And it's like, you don't fucking know me. Like, that's how I felt for a second. Like, you don't fucking know me. You don't know my plight. You don't know my friendships. They know you better than you know Girl, girl. It's scary. It's frightening. It's scary. And you think that they don't know you because it's from the outside looking in. But she be spotted. But it's like, you're my child. Mm -hmm. I held you in my womb for nine months. I've been in some of these situations. That part. I've seen other people go through this before, before you were even born. Like, I know what the fuck is going on. 
And sometimes I know that they're giving it, giving the advice because like I've said before, there are certain lessons you just don't have to learn. Like there are some things that somebody can tell you and that explanation should be enough to be like, I don't want to go down that road. But for some reason, just like my mama, I'm a test that, (laughs) but she be right. She's been right about friendships. She's been right about relationships. She's been right about jobs. She's been right. Like, especially in friendship when everything Mm -hmm. went down with me when I was younger, my mom kept saying like, those people are not your friends. And I'm like, mama, you don't know. Like, you don't know that. Like, let you know, let me make that decision. Because I was being told on one day, like, I was grown. I'm 18. My mama was the one to be like, yeah, you're grown, but you're still dumb as fuck. Like, you don't know any fucking thing. By law, you're grown, but you're still a child. I ain't even consider myself grown. I was like, I'm grown when I move out your house. I didn't want to consider myself as grown, but because so many people were Everybody else nailing like, that into grown. my head, and I had to want. move out. I didn't have an option. I mm-hmm. had to find somewhere else to live. Mm-hmm. And I could have went with my mom. That was an option. I just didn't you because, just like, nah. again, I had this jaded foundation of yeah. my mother. So it was like, I don't want to be in that situation either. Here I am, <laughs> 11 fucking years later, and my mama was right. She was. Even in my marriage, like, my relationship, there was shit with, with him that she called immediately. This is this. This is that. You don't need to be in a relationship this young. Why are y'all taking this shit so serious? That was my mom. You know, too. getting pregnant at 23, like... I wanted a different life for you. And I'm like, I know what you wanted, but this is what I did. But she still loved me in the midst of all of that and helped me work through those problems and those transgressions. But of course it came with the, I told you so's and Mm -hmm. which makes it difficult. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't trade that love. I wouldn't trade having her for not having her like giving birth. I called my mama. She didn't answer the phone. She was asleep. Of course I had them so late at night, but I called my mama. She was asleep. I started panicking. I'm like, I don't, I never had a child before. Like I called my grandmama, but she was in her sixties. She, she pushed them kids out fucking 50 fucking years ago. She don't know. You feel me? She don't even remember. But my mom had been reading books and looking at shit Aww. and sending me things because she wanted to be a part of that. Once all the fucking like fear went out of my head mm-hmm. and finally telling everybody that I was pregnant because again, they I still felt like a child. You. My mama was the first person that just kind of, well, I mean, my dad too, but he was just excited about having a grandchild. But my mm-hmm. mama stepped up immediately and was like, okay, but about your health, about your mental health, about this and about that, we got to get your psychiatrist, a psychologist, mm-hmm. because I know you got anxiety. I know you be going through shit. If I hadn't had my mama in the moment, I honest to God don't think I would be here. I would have gotten the fuck up out of here. Because there were times where I found myself like, she's like, what the fuck are you crying mm-hmm. for? And I'm like, mommy, I don't know. She's like, take your medicine. I'm not taking that fucking medicine. Either you're going to take that fucking medicine or you're going to be fucking miserable. I didn't need love in that moment. I needed tough love because I would not have done it. Or those nights where like I'd be sleep at three, you know, one o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. She's waking me up like, hey, he's crying. Why can't you just do it? Because I'm not going to always be here. You're going to have to get the fuck up in the middle of the night and make a bottle. Either that or you move in with this nigga because he want his family and you work that shit out. (laughs) Like she. Yeah. She gave me real life options. Mm-hmm. You need your fucking mom. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. If your mama is willing to do right by you, yeah. try just try and work it out with her. Because she's a person. She your mama is a person. And I wish that more women who have tainted relationships with their mamas could understand your mama is a cold-hearted bitch just like you because she didn't have shit happen to her, in front of her, around her, because of her. She's still a person. So when she come to you with them apologies about not doing right, if she yeah. want to do right, give her the chance Accept to do right. It. Yeah, Give her the chance at least. I don't give a fuck what y'all been through. Mm-hmm. If your mama, apologize. even your daddy, I don't I don't know about your daddy because I don't know about mamas. 
If your mama, if she apologized, I think that's like with the will thing. to act right. A black mama, a black mama come to you with a genuine motherfucking apology. Not the she, not the ones when you were younger and she beat you and it mm-hmm. was just like you want something to eat. Right. This is like the I'm coming to you mm-hmm. because we're adults. Mm-hmm. We're both adults. Yep. And I apologize. Like and she, I am so sorry that I had to put you through that. And it comes with her calling more. Mm-hmm. It comes with her showing up more, mm-hmm. wanting to do dinner. In the way that you need her to show up, mm-hmm. not in the way that she feels is like right. She's actually looking at what you need as an adult, not how she feels like she has to do it anymore because, you know, you're older now. You're able to tell her like, mm-hmm. nah, I don't need that. Yeah. And most mothers are most mothers now are willing to listen because yeah. I think that there's a new stigma on mental health and it's it's just different. It's still a stigma nonetheless, yeah. but it's different. And I think that more black mothers are coming around to the fact that like I fucked my child up. Oh, my mom was quick to be like in the moments of me my whole life changing. She was just like, I'm going to be here for you mm. because I don't want you ending up not here anymore Mm -hmm. and I don't want you to feel like you're alone that's care she cares she's just like if I have she's like I don't want to have to get that call Mm. saying that you took your life Life, because nobody was here for you and and at the time I didn't appreciate that but now thinking about it I'm just like damn because it could have went another way it could have it It really could have because it was a couple of times where I was just like Forget Shepherd Pratt. Hmm. It's it's done. It's it's about it's to up be a stuff, done deal. <laughs> and to have somebody to to say like, I wish in that moment I would have known. Mm-hmm. I wish in that moment I would have had the you know the right thing to say, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Your mama, when she love you, is not gonna give up on you as easy. Yeah, you could push her all the way to fuck away because I did. I did that. She mm-hmm. gonna fight to get her baby back. Yeah. I don't know about I did the same. I don't know about anybody's you know problems with mom's drinking or yeah. you know like the I, we didn't have it. No. My mama just had some emotional shit that yeah. she had to deal with. She has still do. You know, she takes medicine for her mental health yeah. like and these are things that she's open about. This mm-hmm. is not a secret. My mom don't have no shame behind those yeah. things. And I love to see her grow. I love to hear my mom talk about her mental health more openly, her health mm-hmm. in general. Like, you know, she called me the other day, like, went to the doctor, got my updates, you know, like my, my, my mom be doing you know, too. my liver fatty, my knee bad, but everything good, you know, all else. And you want to yeah. hear that, you know? I want my mom to call me and tell me what's going on with her. I want her to call me and tell me, you know, I'm on my way to get my hair done. That's all I've ever wanted Mm -hmm. from my mama. And I know that the dynamic of the relationship that I wanted, because we talked about that, you know, recently. I know that the dynamic that I wanted with my parents, you you know, with them being divorced. But I didn't expect a dynamic at all. Yeah. And it's not like I'm going to take what I can get because I'm not just going to have any type of like pity relationship. But I don't believe that either one of my parents are trying to give me that. I think that both of them are doing the best that they can. Genuinely trying to be here for you. Specifically my mama. Yeah. Like I can see her trying and she's doing her fucking best. And mama, if you're watching, I love you. And I'm actually very fucking proud of you too. Girl. (laughs) She's always like, I see y'all everywhere. Like, y'all on my Facebook, you on my Instagram, you everywhere. I don't be wanting my mom to watch. 
She can watch this. If you want, I'm going to send this one to you. You can watch this one. But don't watch I love no you more. too. Don't watch any other ones. <laughs> Please don't watch any other ones. She knows some of the stuff I do, not all the stuff I do. So it's just like. Just send her the clips. Just send her the clips. Right. Because she probably don't know how to navigate your rest. <laughs> she can watch this one. Right. That's what I'm saying. Just send the clips from this mm-hmm. one. And don't send it to nobody else. Mm-mm. If you send this one to anybody, just be like, she said y'all can watch this one. No other one. Right. Okay? I love you. <laughs> um, <laughs> we talked about moms being right in friendships yeah. and relationships, but did you want to, like, go more into that or did you just want to, like, jump onto? My mom has definitely been right about relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, we have our rose-colored glasses on because mm-hmm. we're just, like, I don't know. Well, we've talked about it a little bit, but I definitely had low self-esteem for no damn reason, apparently. And I just let people, people yeah. on me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's a, that's like, a real fucking thing. People in, for mm-hmm. real. Like, y'all acting like assholes. Y'all doing y'all big one too. And I'm really right. just still here like, okay, Being a I guess that's all I can get. Mm-hmm. When I didn't have to deal with that. And my mom would like call it out all the time. She mm-hmm. would be like, that boy, this, that, and the third. And that boy, blah, 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 blah. And I'd be like, no, it's not like that. And mm-hmm. then. Whole time it's like that. I got to deal with the consequences. I'm damn near about to off myself over a boy because he's not talking to me, ghosted me. They be knowing. Mamas be knowing. They do. They just, and it's like, especially with men, and then they always try to like round it back to your daddy. Like, because your daddy did this and your daddy did that. It's like, damn. But my mom would honestly be like, yeah, she would bring my dad into it a little bit, but it wouldn't be... Sometimes it would be negative in her aspect of their relationship. Because she's but, jaded from right. the, you know, situation. But, like, for the most part, it was, like, sometimes it's, like, sometimes it was really, like, you need to find somebody that's willing to do the things that your father did for me, mm-hmm. in a sense. Like, that's kind of what I got out of that's the That's what my mom situation. was preaching on. Like, because my mom, like, the story about him heating up a towel when she was in the tub and then he I'm like where y'all find these like I I want somebody bring me a warm towel when I get out the it's the energy they radiate like my mom gives off this like seductress like bad bitch energy that's just who she is I've always looked at my mom as that like even in old photos my mom had on the Nike sweatsuits the long nails the you know like beehive type of hair with the clips in it she always had like a you know designer bag on her arm my mom has never wanted for anything whether she supplied it for herself or whether you know the person she was Mm -hmm. dealing with especially my daddy and watching their dynamic in their marriage when it was when it wasn't good it wasn't good But my mom did set a standard for me in relationships where it's like, if that man is not going to be the top provider in your life, like your your income should be supplemental to your lifestyle because he should be funding a lot of this. I've never lost sight of that. I've never wanted to go 50-50 with a man. Like, I'm so cool. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But my mama has always been like an 80-20 type of woman, 90-10. It ain't no mm-hmm. 70-30. That's a C. Like, we ABs in this bitch. Like, there's a dynamic. And I still adhere to that. I stick to that. Even in dating, my fiance has always been a provider. Mm-hmm. He grew up that way. So we haven't had those problems. But mm-hmm. even in relationships when I was younger, it's kind of like, what, what are you doing that for? 
Why are you buying that man anything? Like, you've only known him, like, because I'm a gift giver. Mama, yeah. like, you you only known this man, like, 30 days. The fuck is you buying him this? You, you know? And I'll be like, okay. She's like, you need to be doing this. And I would do it and be getting, like, diamond necklaces and just shit, like, tennis shoes, shit like that. Be having edible arrangements and shit. Sits around. She's like, and that's how the fuck you do it. Like, that's, a, like, that's the one you stick with right there. So my, my mom just has never allowed me to settle in yeah. life. And I'm thankful for that because I see, especially like bigger women, mm-hmm. I see what they go through in their relationships. I see what they settle for. I see what they accept. And I'm always just like, that ain't never been me. <laughs> when it comes to relationships now, I really don't be like wanting to talk to my mom about certain stuff because yeah. I know what she's going to say. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, it's better off if I just don't say yeah. anything. Like she'd be like, y'all good. And then we just leave it at that. Cause I feel like she also knows that she's just like, all right, she trying to figure this out on mm-hmm. her own, like, blah, 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 blah. But a lot of the times, she's just like, he's like your father. Like, mm. like whether you, whether like, you would have been like, or not. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I've realized that. And I don't want to admit that, but, like, I get where my mom was coming from when she used to tell me certain things about my dad. Like, before I used to be like, why are you talking down on him? But, like, I'm just like, I get it now. If it's like, honest, it's not really talking yeah, down. Yeah, it wasn't really talking down. It was just like a, this is the type of man that you this want to truth. lead you. This is your truth. Like, this is the type of man you want to lead you. Mm-hmm. Your father was not always that. Mm-hmm. Like, he provide, he could do, like, a lot of the things that men, like, men, mm-hmm talk about women needing to do that's what my dad would do he my dad is the clean, same way yeah wash yep. clothes mm-hmm. make sure the house is cool but like when it comes to like the protecting like he would do that but in his own way i see what like my dad like when it comes to like making his daughters upset and stuff oh he will come in for sure charge like a yeah. lion but like in other aspects in the small ways that you need it it was just like a you ain't show up in the way that I needed you to. Yeah. And like now I'm understanding that. Like it's like full circle. Yeah. So they be right. Mama's just, they be Ooh, fucking right. And I'm like, it irritates the it, shit yeah. out of me. Stop being right all the time. In Y'all what ways? Too. <laughs> I'm sick. In what ways are you like your mama? You're just like, I know I'm like my mama. And not only am I okay with being like my mama, like I hone in on this. Like I know this is a trait that I got from my mama, but I like it. I feel like I'm like my mom when it comes to work ethic. Mm-hmm. Like that lady do not be playing about that nine to five. Yeah. And sometimes it annoys me because like sometimes I'm like, I want to be that delusional person. That's just like, I'm going to quit my job tomorrow and just mm-hmm. get another one. Black people don't do that though. Right. And like any aspect. Right. So, but yeah, when it comes to standing on business, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like that's where I see her also when I'm upset. Like mm-hmm. that's my mom. Yeah. Like she will hurt somebody's feelings and then come back later. I agree a hundred percent. Even though she's changing that, like she's not as bad as she used to be. Like yeah. she's way better now. Like she's like, Oh, you really testing my patience. Like I'm going she's, back she's, up. It's a patient. Right. She's yeah. like, I'm going back up. But I will charge. And yeah, she's I'm backing like, up to create momentum. Me. Right. Right. In case I have to use it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's always been me like the being patient with people and now she's coming into that but i do have that strike if i need to personality i that feel like she that's kind of why i kind of like i got like a little crush on your mama because she's just so, <laughs> she just so like like she it, but it's it's a very like 
lady like don't play with me. It's like oh, yeah, I'm sure. not gonna knock this shit over yet. yet. And I just it's it's like a preparation for it. Like she already set herself up for mm-hmm. if it's gotta go down. But she's gonna be so ladylike mm-hmm. about it that after the building goes on fire, it's like waiting to exhale. Like she's walking yep, away I from the car it. fire with grace. Lighter inhaling gasoline can, she but said, you could snap you a photo. Like and that. I love it. That's mm-hmm. why I'm like, hold on. That's up. definitely my mom. And I love that. It's crazy. <laughs> I just be like, wow, that's nice. <laughs> okay. I like it. How about you? Uh my mom is very candid. Like, and I know that I have that from my mother. Yeah. Like, I don't think about what I'm going to say, especially if it's something that I don't agree with. Right. So like, if you say something, not you per se, but if a person says something, no, me. no not <laughs> what, but it's like, kind of like, like they're second guessing themselves or oh. it's, it sounds kind of like ignorant or mm-hmm. like low self-esteem. It's just kind of like, what the fuck did you just say? No, you do that. Yeah. To me. Cause it's like, that's definitely your mom. Like at your birthday party, like she was just like, poo. Right. Like, what are you doing? What is we doing? Yeah. Especially when she was just like, if you don't stop touching stuff when there's men around, I and was like. It's that. My mom is very. Right. She's just kind of like, my mom is soft without being soft. Mm-hmm. If there's a man around, she's not going to touch a door. If she that. don't give a fuck, it could be your husband. He going to open this door for the both of us. And I don't give a fuck how you feel. That's My mama will stand at a fucking door until a man comes to open the door. She's ve- And she's never had to ask. I love that. She, and it's always like, she might be in the store struggling about something. Come here, grab that. Mm-hmm. And they do it. And I I love having that. Like, even today, yeah. when they go get gas, I'm walking out of the store. Man walks to the door. No words were said. He held that motherfucking door. I walked out of it. You have a great day. You have a great day. It's just <laughs> a, it's an energy. Mm-hmm. He did, like, it's just something about my mama. And her work ethic as well. My mama yeah. is one, she, money is a energy that flows to her endlessly i have no idea how my mama just keeps money in her fucking pocket she always Same got with fucking my money mom. even if she complains about it i'm like but you got it she though. always like, got money when i see you have it maybe like you just i think it's the way that they hone in on not letting everybody know when they don't have mm-hmm. it and that's like a lot that's something that a lot of us need to learn like yeah. stop letting people know that you be broke yeah. because now you done word words are spells. Yes. When you say I'm broke, mm-hmm. you are. Yeah. You won't be broke for the rest of your life. And my mom has this like delusional energy about not having money either. Mm-hmm. Like she might not have it now, but it'll be there tomorrow and it will be there mm-hmm. tomorrow. Like it's just this manifestation type of thing that she has about her. And my mom is spiritual. She's not, my mom mm-hmm. is not a part of a fixed religion. She, we talk about the universe. We talk about those things every now and then she likes to dabble in a crystal or not, but she's very, um, spirit forward, very mm-hmm. like energy led. And I appreciate that because even when we were in a fixed religion, again, the rules don't be applying to my mom. Mm-hmm. She's like, I know what the Bible say, like honor thy husband, but like, fuck him. She's very just, she's who she is. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just thankful for having that same level of candid, with me, I don't, I don't hold back. I'm going to say what the fuck I got to say. I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. And nobody's going to tell me any different. I've never, never had the problem, never will have the problem because I'm her daughter. And yeah. that's just how we built. <laughs> so on the other end of that, what are some ways that you act like your mom that you don't like? I'm very controlling. Mm. My mama will come into a room and see, and I think it's because we both like on the spectrum and we know we are. <laughs> you, I get overstimulated by chaos. 
So I'm not coming in to create organization for y'all. I'm creating for it for me. me. Y'all just get to benefit. So my mother will walk into a room and see a bunch of shit going on. Everybody stop with the fuck they do. Hey, hey, hey. You go over here and do this. You go over here and do that. You go yeah. because everything gets done faster that fuck away. Just do what the fuck I tell you to do. It could be somebody in there who is paid to boss them fucking people. Yeah. You shut the fuck up and go deal with them clipboards. I know, I know what the fuck. <laughs> I know what I'm doing, and I don't like that because sometimes it does rub people the wrong yeah. way. Where they're like, "Who the fuck does she think she is?" Now, does it get done? Me. Yes, I'm me. But I do realize how that can look for some people. I do mm-hmm. it at work all the time. Like my manager might say something, and I'm like, "But that's not conducive to everybody." Mm-hmm. So what we're gonna do is. And it just gets done that way. I don't, y'all gonna have to deal with it. You could pull me up about it later, but did it not get done? And that's another thing. Like, my mom is very like, I hear you, but fuck you. And I know that that's something that has affected friendships and relationships in the past. But I am to a point now where I also realize that I I do that in protection of my Mm -hmm. feelings too. Where I don't get to that point until I have to get to that point. When I love you, I love you. But when you start fucking with me and start playing with my emotions... It's not a three strikes you out with me. It's the first strike. I'm pulling your ass up. And the conversation we're having is very accusatory. Mm-hmm. It's very it's very candid, very profane. And that's just how my mom is. And we is. need to get to a resolution right, right now. Right now. Like, my mom will walk away from conversations and not have them. I'm the opposite in that. But when you when you finally have the ability to, like, have that confrontation with my mom, it's very matter of fact. It's not mm-hmm. like, and this is how you made me feel. You had me fucked up. Yeah. What the fuck you said to me really pissed me off. Like, yeah. she's so about that. And I try my best to be <laughs> more empathetic and say things like, you know, and I understand how this might have come off and, you know, it wasn't my intention. Mom's like, I don't give a fuck about whether it was my intention or not. This is what the fuck happened. She's very logical. And I'm becoming more logical over time. But I'm learning how to take my emotional intelligence mm-hmm. and to harmonize that mm-hmm. with logic so that I am not like that because my mama sometimes the words she say is like if i didn't know you i probably would have punched you because you don't know why are you talking to a lady like that my you don't know lady. Get like that too with strangers mm-hmm. like not just people she knows not just people that were people on the fucking street i'd be like ma why would you because now i gotta because. fight because now mm-hmm. i gotta smack the she shit out of her and that's how it. i feel and that's it and that's the explanation well, that's always the explanation because and, and that's mom, just like a black mama explanation. I'm from the South, so you know she got her ideations and stuff like that. Yeah. She be like, fuck these white people, fuck these. My mama the same way. Yeah, y'all can go to hell. You're kind of like she that. Like, when my, you get pissed she off, she doesn't like that. say you can go to hell, but she be like, get the fuck off. My mama tells people, <laughs> have the day you deserve. I've been telling people that. But the way she said it make you feel like you can ready to go get hit by a bus. Because mm-hmm. she, she do this little thing with her eyes. She go, have the day you deserve. And I'm always like, play with that like lady's going to get caught in a workplace shooting. Mm-hmm. Like, my mama just, it's like almost like she put a hex on you when you do that. When she do, she go, have the day you deserve. Where's anything? She's like, I know what day you deserve. I feel like my mama is a root worker and she don't know. Like, if my mama honed in on that, she would be the lady. And that's terrifying. My mama don't need to be nobody lady. I promise you. Not the lady with the white dress and the hair wrap. My mama don't need to be nobody lady. Because she would be the motherfucker you go to to have people taken off this planet. I can see my mom being that person too. Like, she about that business. She would be the person to be doing the hexes. She would be the voodoo lady. The voodoo lady. Like, they already from, she already from Louisiana. So I'm just like. Because I be going to my mama sometimes. Like, mama, how do I deal with this? And she's like, this is what you do. And I'm like, I, I just kind of want to hurt their feet. I'm not trying to kill them. She's like, oh, you got to be specific. 
(laughs) (laughs) But she, that's just who my mama is. And she's very violent. Like, and I know that I get that from her too. Like, I'm quick to be like, I knock all this shit over and actually (laughs) knock it over. But I love that about my mama too. Because her threats are enough to be like, please. Please. My mom be on the brink of it. I like that though. I told you, I kind of got to think for your mama. I told you. That's the thing. She just so. Feisty. Yes. You do like feisty people. Yes. It's a vibrance about it. I love it. Um, I feel like for me, I don't, I think it's more so like when I'm feeling down, I'm quick to spend money that I do not have because that's my mm-hmm. mom too. Like she be sad and she be like, I went to Target and I be like. That retail therapy? Mm. Yeah. You must have had a day, huh? <laughs> yeah. She be quick to spend a dollar and that's me. I'd be like, man. Sometimes it's how you cope. But it's coming back, so yeah. Optimism. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I might Target finna pay me one day. We claiming it. Cause then we could take our mamas. Nigga just be mm-hmm. taking shit off. My mama's mm-hmm. gonna eat that shit up. I can't wait it. for that. Like the first event that we have, like a very big thing, mm-hmm. and like our mamas can be mm-hmm. our guest. They we ain't never go hit the end of that. They gonna go to work the next day. Girl, I went to this gala with my daughter. Girl, I had to put on the dress. Girl, mm-hmm. had my my daughter got my hair done. Girl, mm-hmm. my mother did that now. She be like my, my daughter, my daughter, my daughter, and I'm just like, my mom do be doing that. I like it. <laughs> but what else? Um, think yeah, it's just the. Spending a lot of money thing. That's my thing. She has like admitted that she has OCD. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when I get upset, I get into that bag. Like yeah. I be ready to throw stuff away. Mm-hmm. This don't look right to me. Mm-hmm. It needs to go. Goodbye. I'm about to start doing that in my house too. My mom is like, she would throw t-shirts away if they got one spot on them. Yes. I need Why to get back in that bag. This? Yeah. My mom be cleaning when she happy though. I'm gonna get upset and start throwing shit away. If she's happy, she's gonna pay somebody to come clean the house. No, my, my mom, mom is big on that. My mom used to like, what did she? I don't know what it was like, the energy pills or something. Or maybe when it was like, when she, after she told me I would, she would smoked before. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was those moments when she was just like, I'm in a good headspace. I'm mm-hmm. going clean. Like, she'd be over there scrubbing the dang on floors. Just sweeping. We got a whole vacuum. Why are you sweeping the carpet? I got energy. I don't think Ma'am. I've ever seen my mom clean the house. I've seen my mom cook, but I don't think I've ever seen. I've seen people come clean her house. I've seen. I've seen my dad I'm that, clean. I'm that person. Yeah. I'm gonna pay somebody to come do this, and I don't know where or how they want to organize it. You do your best, because my ADHD clutters piles yeah. of clutter, organized chaos over there. Just don't touch that, cause I know what's going on with that. I've seen my mom clean, but now that I'm thinking about it, it has not been that many times. My <laughs> mama is very much mama like will clean up. Come here, how much? Did, get rid of all this, okay? Here, take get get. I say get rid of all this. If shit. I had my own place, she yeah. will come over and clean it. Now my mama will come over and clean my house too. She'll but... buy bath mat. She already said it. I buy you. I'm gonna buy you a comforter. And some stuff for your bathroom and then we're gonna go and look for pots and pans like that's her but my mama does it because she's like what is all this what this is making this? me nervous come on and then she starts moving her. shit around and start bleaching everything but she we'll not clean our own house like this mm-hmm. Very, a judgmental cleaning is what it is that's mom's but i love her I'm like why is it like this for me 
He's a little stuffy. <laughs> What's like, one thing you're proud of your mom for accomplishing or completing? Um, the first thing that came to mind was the fact that she moved here mm-hmm. when she was so young. Like, she was just like, I'm not doing this country life no more. I'm moving. Yeah. And I, I think that's like really... That's something that I want want I want to do yeah. eventually. But like that's really like the mindset that I wanna be at one day to just be like, I don't like you here no more. I'm gonna move. Yeah. But um another the main thing about my mom that I'm like proud of is that like she stand on business. She stands on business. Yeah. She don't like something, I'm I'ma tell them I don't like it. I be yeah. like my for real. She be like I don't have to deal with this, so yeah. I'm gonna tell them, and they yeah. should know better. <laughs> I'll be like, okay, yeah. all right now. I I think it's the same. I think my mom, because knowing my mom's past and mm-hmm. just knowing what she's gone through, she could be a very silent person. Like if she wanted to, my mother could, she could have allowed life so many things to go to away. humble her mm-hmm. in a sense of being like you your failure your fuck up mm-hmm. you you know you had a child early in life you didn't accomplish you know like what you set out to accomplish in your younger years she never allows any challenge mm-hmm. or any obstacle to tell her how she's going yeah. to get through this and she's always put her mind to something and did it like graduating from the police academy and you know getting the degrees mm-hmm. that she has getting the jobs that she has mm-hmm. And even in her personal life, you know, anything that she wants, she, you know, she has, she gets, Mm -hmm. and she lives a certain life of luxury Mm -hmm. because she knows what it's like to have such limitations. Like my mom grew up in the project. She'll tell you all the time. She's like, I can't deal with the motherfucking loud noises. I grew up on lead paint. (laughs) I grew up in the motherfucking project. She will like, that's her thing. But you would never know. You would never know that my mother's circumstances from her childhood had anything Mm -hmm. to do with who she is now. She's just. She's such a immaculate. Mm-hmm. Like when I think about, I just think of like immaculate and abundance and just prosperity. My mom is what I think about when I think about like life's little luxuries mm-hmm. and just kind of having life on like autopilot. Mm-hmm. I know she does a lot. I know she does, but yeah. there are certain p- parts of her life that she just has down pat. Yeah. And I hope to be in my early fifties and be like, oh girl, girl, I don't know nothing about that girl. I ain't looked at that fucking bill in months. The shit come mm-hmm. right out, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. The Amazon, girl, I want my Amazon money. I want the money going to cruise with my grandchildren mm-hmm. and shit. I don't have time for none of that. What the fuck are you saying? I get my head done every Saturday, girl. I don't understand why you look like that. Like, that's just who my mom is. I want to be in my 50s and be like, I don't know why y'all struggling the way y'all are. I don't know enough about that. I, I just, I love that my mom is like, I don't know how y'all down bad. I don't, I don't understand. I honestly don't give a fuck. Sorry to you. However... Sorry to you and that man. I don't got nothing to do with me, girl. My mom be having those moments, too. And I love everything about it. I love that my mom has just never let life tell her what she's going to do. My mm-hmm. mom bosses life around. Mm-hmm. I've never met anybody in my life outside of my mother. They'd be like, life told me, but I said no. I feel like my <laughs> mom has those moments. Like, she'll let it have its day. Yes. And then she'll be like, I'm flipping. I am flipping the motherfucking table. Yep. Like, no, this is not how it's supposed to go. She is the lotus flower. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope that they know, yeah. but I also hope that every older black woman with a daughter knows that there is something about you, whether she admits it to you or not, that she does admire. Mm-hmm. And I think that 
if I could offer any advice to anybody, because I'm very resolution driven. Mm-hmm. If you don't have, again, you don't have the best dynamic with your mom, look at your mother as a person yeah. for just a hot minute. That is the biggest thing. You and do then have to come look at back. Them not as the person that raised you, but like how you want people like your coworkers and mm-hmm. stuff to see you. Like I am a person outside of this job. Your I mother is a person, person outside, outside of, of your mom. Family. Yeah. I'm a person outside of all these things. Yeah. I am my own being. And she, I've had to go through a lot. I've had to see a lot. And she had shit with her. She, Mm -hmm. your mama got some shit with her. You got some shit with you. So you know your mama got some shit with her. And just have the conversation. It's the eugenics. Yes. (laughs) Have the conversation about whatever it is that caused the riff in between Mm -hmm. you. But don't make it accusatory. You know, just ask her. You know what went on. Where were you in your headspace at that time? Mm -hmm. Because you don't know. There. One thing I will say that my mom told me as I got older is the little details that she wouldn't tell me or that yeah. I wasn't old enough to understand. Yeah. And I think that as you get older, you need those little details mm-hmm. to better understand why certain decisions were made. You thought yeah. that it wasn't in your best interest. Baby, I promise you it protected you from something. Mm-hmm. Something that you had A no bunch. business going through or about to get into. Your mama did not and just the best that she could do. Your mama did the best thing for all of you based on what she knew, based on how she was raised, based on her demographic growing up. People are people. Your mama is the person outside of everything. And just give her the chance if she wants to make it right, to make it right. Because whether you want to believe it or not, you need your motherfucking mama. I don't give a fuck what nobody said. You need your mama. Yeah. I got to call my mama. (laughs) (laughs) And also for the people that you know, there are some people out there that really cannot have relationships with, with their, mom, their moms. Yeah. Like, I feel for you. Like, for sure. Like, there were points in my life where I was just like, I'm not talking to my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, and I get it. Like, it's hard. Yeah. It is so hard to not have a mom yeah. at certain. Was it me, like, pushing away my mom? Of course. Like, right. she was always there. It was yeah. just me and my mindset. Like, I can't deal with her right now like I gotta get it together so like I feel for y'all too the ones that don't have moms the ones that are like I've tried that with my mother I can't like but also look for maternal figures right and it don't have to be your own it don't have to be your grandmama it don't even have to be anybody you're related to I grew up with having like girlfriends like Mm homegirls whose moms moms. also helped play a very pivotal role in my upbringing because my daddy got married three motherfucking times and he was dating, you know, like mm-hmm. outside of that. And so there were constant, mm-hmm. not constant, but consistently there were women, you know, coming mm-hmm. in and out of my life. But my friends, like my yeah. high school friends, elementary school friends, whatever, they had moms mm-hmm. and I went to them. I still call a lot of them mom to this day. I have an ex-boyfriend whose mama I still talk to every now and then mm-hmm. who sends me, you know, like inspirational content and whatnot because I needed that growing up and she was able to provide that. So while him and I don't talk at all, (laughs) right, his mama and I, that's twinning them. Like we locked in, me and Miss Helen are locked in. And I thank God for those type of Mm -hmm. women. You know, I thank God for my best friend's mom. I thank God for my Mm -hmm. friend Jasmine's mom because there were things that I probably could have called my mama and asked, but I didn't. And these women were there to assist me Mm -hmm. on top of my grandmama, on top of my aunt. So it doesn't always have to be family. You Mm -hmm. might not have an aunt or grandmama or, you know, somebody to make sense of it all. But, you know, to Natasha's point, you have coworkers, you have, you know, mentors, Mm -hmm. you have people on social media that, you know, you've had conversations Mm -hmm. with. Take those relationships off of the Internet and actually meet some of these people, too. 
community is a big thing. We always preach about community. Find you an older black lady and get with her. She got some knowledge for you. She got some knowledge for you. Try she to find somebody. In ways sometimes that you're like, why she say it like you that? You need that though. But just understand like what she's been through. That's why she's saying it like that. Because life ain't always soft either. No. So sometimes this little little soft life y'all, y'all be trying be to live. That y'all, y'all be thinking that that's <laughs> going to take y'all somewhere. It's ah. not. Sometimes y'all need a black woman to come in there and smack you with her words real quick. Just to get you back together. You need to make them rose colored glasses off your face. It's and not to always see it for what it is. Exactly. You Get need it that. together. You need that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to get into these topics from? We yes. don't have too many. Excuse me? Yeah. I almost relaxed my hair this week. Last week. I took my, my took my braids out from the cruise. And my fro was froing. Like, it's froing today, but it was froing. And I was like, I don't want to deal with this. I would have rather you cut it off. I was there, too. I was about the Britney Spears, my shit. It was like anything. Anything Anything to just get it, to not have to flat twist it or to put, you know, like (laughs) nine products in it or to have this. It's not an extensive wash day, but it's a wash day nonetheless. Like, I'm just like, what the fuck? I just, I'm tired of this shit. So, girl, I was in the store. You know how he like, and he looks at me, and I looked at that was me looking at that, that fucking box of relaxer, relaxer. Like, <laughs> I'm thinking, I almost bought you, girl. <laughs> I might be back, but it took for me to like do my hair and to just you know get back into the swing of having a fro. Like swap out the products that you're using. Sometimes when we consistently use the same products. They're not going to work as good as they used to. So we It's just the maintenance portion. I just don't want to maintain my hair. This fro is hot. Like, my hair, going to the gym, this shit is hot. Oh, yeah, Walking around yeah. with this shit on my head, I get out the motherfucking shower, I'm immediately sweating because the heat is still radiating. For, like a helmet. Like days. a fucking helmet. I remember those Girl, days. I want this. Sh- Ooh, I wanted it off my fucking the head so bad. trying to do that, too. I be like, y'all not even, like, really on my shoulder yet. Y'all tripping. What are you what holding on to? Doing? Let release it. I'm agrees you again. Like, what the fuck? Girl, I was in that store like. <laughs> Don't fucking play. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'm still like silk pressing. <laughs> Something. No. Girl. You need to get a natural hairstylist. They expensive too. Yeah, they are. They be tripping. They be tripping. Part of me was like, I'm going to lock my they hair. I don't even be washing. But then hair. that's maintenance. I can't win. I can't win. It's the plight. The same. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, the locks is definitely maintenance. Yes. You see me getting these. I'm about to take them out because they're starting to poke out at the ends, my fuzzy ends. But you also have a lot of new growth. Like, I mean, your hair grows so healthy. It grows very fast when it's... Protected. Yes. Yeah. Even with... Even when it's not in these twists, mm-hmm. it just... Yeah. And then when I get the retwist, I be like... But even when I mm-hmm. met you, your hair was short term. Yeah. And even in this like time that I've known mm-hmm. you, your hair has grown a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how my, before I started like really like buzz cutting. <laughs> I like, it would do that I all think the it's time. so cute though. I like when your hair is very short. Like all the <laughs> photos you show me, I'm like, I wish I had a head for that. I got the egg head. But it's such a cute head. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Do we have any church announcements? Oh, yeah. So, um, we are having a podcast expo meetup mm-hmm. here at the studio at yes, Sarkarrigan's Studios, 3037 Hamilton Avenue, Baltimore, Maryland, 
for Coming come on through if mm-hmm. you have a podcast or thinking about having a podcast there will be a plethora of people here mm-hmm. you know talking on different topics uh the main topic is reinvention which i think is helpful yes so if you do have a podcast and you're trying to like get back into the swing of things it would be great for you if you're thinking about starting one i mean it might be a way to reinvent your brand any brand that you've had before so and we will be here so you don't come for any other reason just see us in person stop by and we have collaborations coming yes. up. We're pro- they'll probably end up being our first guests. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Which I think is a great dynamic. We love them. We have to redo that video because I said it was season three and a season four. Okay. So we can do that today. Yes. Yeah. I like it. But yeah, you'll see us on another um, podcast soon when it comes out. I don't know exactly when it's coming out, mm-hmm. but it's coming out. We did our first <laughs> guest appearance together. It was fun. It was I fun. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. You know me, I second guess myself, and I was like, "Dag, I shouldn't have said that." Why? We'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk. We shall talk. I was like, I should have thought a little bit more about that one thing. It yeah. was just one thing. I oh, was okay. just like, I could say something. <laughs> um. And the last thing is, should I have a will? I, like, I'm 30. Why the fuck do I have a will and testament? Um, I just my mama said I need one. I just recently had a loss in my family, and um. Death is not something that I am bothered by. I'm actually me pretty either. morbid. Like, I be in a funeral home. Lit, like, let me see the body. But people Same. are not very comfortable with death. And I felt like it was a great topic to just kind of touch on real quick. It doesn't matter how old you are. You should have life insurance. Yes. You should have a will. Please. If you, like, this podcast is, is considered intellectual property. God yeah. forbid something happens to Natasha and I. We have to leave this to somebody. Like, and we have to agree upon mm-hmm. who to leave this to I have a child, so I have dependents, you know, like there's just a lot that goes into this. And in this light of the situation that we were just in, like, thank God that there were certain things implemented, but there were questions that came up. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the earlier you do this and you can always revamp it. Like you might have $3 in your fucking pocket and nothing to leave anybody right now, but it will get to the point where you have, Have you have that money. You have to leave it to somebody stop not getting long-term and short-term disability yeah. at your job. Like there, you never know mm-hmm. when shit is going to happen. And you think that you're invincible. You think that, you know, you're 30 or you 20 in your twenties, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that you're in the perfect bill of health. Mm-hmm. And then you drop dead tomorrow, write a fucking will and Testament. And it doesn't have to be very structured. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. It could literally be you writing down in a composition notebook. If I die, I leave my dog mm-hmm. the pookie, leave my, you know, all my hair products mm-hmm. to my mama, like whatever, <laughs> but you need that especially if you own a home, mm-hmm. your car and put all that shit in one place. Um, your policies for everything, not just like life insurance or shit like that, but like your car insurance, your car mm-hmm. policies, your passwords to your phone. All you should have a little folder with all these things in it. My family, like on my side of my family, we're all assigned a relative. Mm-hmm. So like I take care of my great aunt and my grandmother as far as like just making sure that they're okay in the day to day. But God forbid something happens to them today or tomorrow. I know where their life insurance policies mm-hmm. are. I know who they're through because you need that type of information. Do not make death hard on your family. Mm-hmm. It should be just as easy as you leaving this earth. I, I It sounds morbid, but it's just it's that little bug in your ear. Do not, not 
handle that part of your life. That is a huge part of being responsible. I know not too many people need to talk about it, but in talking about it, it actually makes the conversation of death a lot more comfortable. Yeah. So, because I definitely gave my mom crap when she brought it up. I yeah. was like, I don't want to talk about this, and now I'm just like, okay, the insurance. She is the person the mm-hmm. beneficiary like she's gonna get the money or whatever yeah and she's just like i'm not saying it because i think something's gonna happen to you today or tomorrow yeah i just want to make sure that everything is gonna be okay like to be taken care of i don't be telling so. my mama because i feel like she's gonna off me take my money because she be saying that sometimes she's like okay go ahead do some stupid shit if you want to and catch their life insurance policy Mom, don't say nothing like that because you know I'm sensitive and she know I'll cry on the phone. Oh, okay. No, my mama knows. She know I'd be like, why would you say that? Meanwhile, my mama like, all right, do your stupid ass. You ain't a dumbass brother of yours. I keep telling you, your fucking brother and your that brother? little one. My she, mama be like, that that 16 year old, she swear for God. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that one. <laughs> she think, sister. she swear for God. And I keep telling her, all right, with your little stupid ass, I'll fuck so around and catch that ass like You better stop playing. She's dead serious. She'd be like, I know she is. And that's the part that's scary. <laughs> but all in all, do you have an affirmation for the people? Um, or just any advice? Let's see. Oh, I'm in charge of how I feel. And today I'm choosing happiness. I like that. I do like that. I like that. And even if you were choosing sadness, it's okay. Yeah. Because all your emotions. emotions are important. Mm-hmm. I like that. Do you have anything? It's okay to be like your mama sometimes. Yes. That's just really my biggest thing. Sometimes that's how you get through life. Some If your mom was a boss bitch and she bossed up on niggas, sometimes you have to pull that out. Yeah. Like, I know me. I'm very non-confrontational, but when I have to, it's my mom. It's yeah. all my mom. When I go in that house and I be upset at that man, mm-hmm. Oh, that'd mama. be my mama. Oh, it's that'd be my mama. mama. Like, why would you do that? That'd be my mama. Why would you do that? She told me today. She Why was did like, you think that that was okay? She said, "Well, can you go go do that real quick?" She please? said, "You call me back so I can talk to him and tell him that it's okay to not be okay." I said, "But mommy, he mm-hmm. understand. You know, you call me back mm-hmm. so I can tell him. I'm gonna call him myself." I said, mm-hmm. I don't "You got his number. I don't know why you telling me to tell him." I don't want a problem. <laughs> not with that one. No, not mm-hmm. with that one at all. <laughs> Thank you for coming. I was getting ready. Like, do we need anything else? Thank no. you guys for being here. This has been another episode of Jaded and Evolving. Remember to take care of yourself, yes, guys. Yes, please. I am your hostess, Christian. And I am your other hostess, Natasha. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.